And I think the big news of the day is Renata Ford. Uh, she was in court today on impaired driving charges. You heard Danny talking about it. This was from two years ago. Uh, December 28, 2016, left, uh, she made a left-hand turn into the LCBO parking lot, and then her car rubbed onto another car. So uh, witnesses got out. She basically said, whatever you do, don't call the cops. I need to get a smoke. Goes into the LCBO. They refuse to sell her wine. Somebody's called the cops. The officers get there, see her in her car. They ask her to take a breathalyzer test. She does. She's over 80. uh, And that's where she registered and was charged. Today, a judge ruled a suspended sentence, uh, probation for three years. She's prohibited for driving for two and has to pay an $1,100 fine in the next 12 months. Here's where the story gets interesting. This is not her first drinking and driving offense. This is her third First one was 20 years ago, second one 10 years ago, and then the last one was two years ago. We're joined now on the phone by Joseph Newberger, 640 Toronto, legal expert in Newberger and Partners is the firm he works with. Joe, good to have you on the show. Thank you very much. I know you're a busy man. So, I mean, when I first heard this, I thought, oh my gosh, the optics of this make it seem like it's favoritism. What are your thoughts? It's it's a very good sentence. Uh, in other jurisdictions with another judge, she could have wound up with, with a jail sentence. I think the Crown's position for 45 days was certainly not unreasonable. Um, the judge she was in front of is a very uh, learned uh, guy uh, who I think paid a lot of attention to her personal circumstances and the fact that she's taken a number of rehabilitative steps, including counseling, and did a significant amount of community service. It also seems that uh, a fair amount of her life has uh, was in disarray, seems to be more stabilized now. And, and rather than putting her in jail, the idea is to eliminate her or curb her ability to drive a vehicle uh, in a dangerous manner involving alcohol and give her more opportunity to give back to the community. I think that was the focus. So a suspended sentence is not out of the range. She, the other thing I should explain is her last offense was 2005. So there is a policy that after uh, if there's a 10-year gap, the Crown doesn't have to put what's in um, a notice that would require a mandatory jail sentence, so they could just ask for the discretionary one. So this was three and 20 years. It's quite it's quite concerning. So I consider it to be a fairly lenient sentence, mm-hmm. but it's not without some some teeth in it because of the prohibition on driving and probation. So how is it? How unusual is it that on the third offense there's no jail time? Uh, this is really, it's light. I mean, in, in other cases, you, you would see definitely a jail sentence. It might get served on weekends, but it's not unheard of that if it's over a span of 20 years where there are some particular issues that, uh, had affected the person's conduct and they have taken rehabilitative steps, you would not see a jail sentence. But I got to tell you, it is getting tougher and tougher now to try and get that type of sentence because we are seeing across the province judges hand out more stiffer sentences for repeat offenders. Yeah, you know, I just wonder how this is going to look on the uh, incoming premier because, you know, they both have the same name. They've got a connection. And I wonder if people are going to wonder if the judge, you know, uh, was playing favorites. Yeah, I don't think so. I, I happen to know that. I, I can say this quite clearly. I know this judge very well. Uh, He is a very good human being. Uh, He was a very good lawyer, did a lot of work that involved people with mental health and addiction issues. He was a very caring individual. Uh, I've seen that uh, from the bench with him as a judge now. 
he wouldn't be influenced politically one way or the other. It just wouldn't matter to him. I think he wants to meet out a sense that he thinks will address both denunciation, deterrence, and also the personal circumstances of, of Ms. Ford. So I have great respect for the judge in this case, and I think he did what he thought was best. And really, you know, 45 days served on weekends, yes, it might seem better to everybody. Sure. But it's, it's really, it's, it's, it's of no moment, frankly, in my opinion. I think what's more significant is curving her ability to drive and making sure, and, and she'll have to have, if she's ever going to get back in that car, she's going to have to have an ignition interlock. And so there will be zero ability for her to drive impaired and put the community at risk. Well, that's comforting. I like that. Uh, I know you have about a minute left and then you get to run back into court. Uh, Probation for three years. What does that look like? It's it's important. She'll have to go at least at the beginning uh, once a week. Um, And then once they assess her and determine how she's doing, she has to perform more community service. They'll send her for more assessment and counseling probably directed at a number of issues, including alcohol counseling. So there, there, it's, there's onus, onus, onerous as terms that she's going to have to abide by, and she'll have to speak to this counselor, and we'll have to disclose whatever those counseling records are. So it's significant, mm-hmm. and three years is the maximum period of probation. So that is significant as well. Joe, I appreciate your time today. Thanks for joining us. My pleasure. Have a great show.